Well, welcome everybody to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. We are so grateful and so blessed that you are listening to us today. My name is Dr. Jared Oxendorf. And I'm Dr. Evan Eigen, and we are the doctors at Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria, Minnesota. And our goal is to change the way that people view and manage their health. And our greatest uh, accomplishment through this podcast is to reach as many people as we possibly can. We envision our communities as one of the healthiest communities in the world. And the way that we get there is by promoting and visualizing and producing into you and into your health five pillars of your health. These five essentials can include your mindset, the way that we exercise, the way that we eat and consume our food through nutrition, the physical attributes of our body and subluxation and the damage that the spine can actually cause in you. And ultimately, how do we discontinue to minimize toxins in a toxic world? If you can apply these five essentials to your daily life, it will empower you to have better health for you and your family for the rest of your life. Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness Podcast. I'm Chris Valentine, your host, also a client of Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan at Achieve Wellness in Alexandria. Guys, uh, October Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we're going to be talking about preventative measures, I guess, and talking a little bit about breast cancer and how it affects so many people and, and what we can do, I guess, to uh, to help people out, right? Absolutely. You know, this month you start seeing pink everything, you know, pink football cleats, pink banners, pink bats and baseball games, pink shirts everywhere, and it is... Uh, definitely at the forefront of everybody's thoughts right now. And there's all sorts of money being raised for research. There's all sorts of uh, support out there for people who have been diagnosed with this, uh, you know, scary, scary disease. You know, Dr. Jared and I, we are not cancer doctors. So today we're not really going to be talking about treatment, but we are going to be talking about what options are out there as far as what can we do to prevent these things from happening? Uh, because, you know, cancer is a lifestyle disease. It's not just a matter of bad luck. It's a matter of your body is not functioning and your immune system is not fighting off these cancer cells in your body the way that it's supposed to. You know, every single one of us has cancer right now. Every single one of uh, us walking around, we have tens of thousands of cancer cells forming in our body every single day. And it's your immune system's job to seek out and destroy these mutated cancer cells. You know, Dr. Jared and I just put on a cancer workshop in our office and we called it Battle Ready. We talked about this on our last couple of podcasts and it was a huge success. We had lots of people in our office who anywhere on the range of they were healthy and they just wanted to stay that way to they had been already diagnosed with cancer and they wanted to know what their options were. But today we just want to talk about what are things that you can do to not only protect yourself, but to increase your chances of never being diagnosed with this and how you can go about uh, even doing imaging and other things to prevent these and find early detection as well so that you don't have to go through a lot of the barbaric surgeries, chemotherapies, radiations, all these things that are in our standard medical practice right now. And I think that a lot of times, unfortunately, you know, men kind of put this to the side, but we have to remember if you're a man out there and you're listening to this, don't just shut this off because you are more affected than actually women are. Your, your chance of cancer is actually higher in men than it is in women. When we look at statistics, I mean, there'll be anywhere between 820 to probably 875,000 women that will have some type of cancer forecast in their life this year. There'll be anywhere from 850 to 900,000 men, if not more, um, that will have that same forecast. And so when we look at statistics across the board, it's men and women. So a lot of times we focus so much on breast cancer awareness and all these, you know, women type cancers, but 
in all reality, it affects both men and, and women and even men even more. When we look at, you know, uh, breast cancer is the most common malignancy. It, it causes the most common death. That's what we typically see. So I think that's why a lot of the focus is on that. Um, you know, cancer is literally the, the second leading cause of death in children between the ages of five and 14 next to, you know, following accidents. And so we look at this, it's not just an adult issue that we're dealing with these days. It's literally all the way down into our children and down to our kids as well. Cancer rates globally are expected to rise by nearly 75% of people by the age of by the time of 2030. And that was in a, in a medical a journal that, that, that was stated. And so when we say see a rise in cancer statistics by 75% from now, it's like, where are we going to be in the next seven years? That's a scary thought, Chris. And, you know, when you even think about this, it's scarier. Back in 1970, President Nixon signed into action what was called the Cancer Act of 1971, where he declared war on cancer and that the United States was going to put every resource possible to finding a cure. That was back in 1971. 52 years later, we have more cancer we have more people dying and the rates are higher than they've ever been and expected to go up. So you got to ask ourselves, are we actually looking at the right places? Are we actually looking in the right things when it comes to finding a cure? The only cure that is going to be out there is preventing it from developing in your body in the first place. You have to remember that when we start getting into the details of this, that what is cancer, right? And how do we actually look at it? Well, you know, cancer is basically, um, it's a it's a fast growing cell. It's a cell that basically repeats itself over and over and over and over again, and it doesn't die, right? So your general cell in your body actually has what's called apoptosis. There's a cell life to it. It's supposed to die. It's programmed just like we are to live a certain age and then and then die. Well, cancer cells just they don't do that. And so they've lost that programming mechanism in them. And unfortunately, they just don't die off. And in fact, they just kind of repeat themselves over and over again. In most cancers, as you know, Dr. Evan alluded to earlier, is that unfortunately, we do have anywhere between 50,000 and 100,000 cancer cells floating around us in any given time, right? Well, it sounds like a lot. It's like, you know, well, how do we get rid of them completely? Like, well, you really don't, right? You don't because your cells are constantly turning over. And so you ha do have abnormal cells that are created through that meiosis, mitosis stuff that takes place in our body. But at the same time, we have to look at well, why doesn't that happen? Well, our immune systems just gobble up those old ugly cells and they get they get rid of them. You know, most cancers are undetected. You, you think about in 90 days, you could have two cells. And then at one year, you could have 16 cells. So they're, they're doubling at a quick rate. In three years, you have 256 cells. In five years, you'll have 1 million cells. In seven years, you have about 268 million cells. And in eight years, you'll have almost 4 trillion cells. And so these things double literally in eight years. Those cells can literally double, 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 double. Well, why aren't they detectable? Well, most cancers, unfortunately, aren't detectable until they hit a certain number of cells where the mass is big enough. And so a lot of times when people are going in for their mammograms, right, they're they're looking at, oh, your, your, your scan is clear. And four to six months later, all of a sudden they're getting sick and then they go back in and they take another mammogram or another look and it's like, oh, that tumor's there now. That tumor was there probably prior to your last mammogram or your last scan, and now it's just doubled enough where it's actually showing up on your test and on your on your on your whatever scans that you're doing um, to find it or to be um, you know proactive in it. But at the same time, we have to understand that just because it's not there 
right? Just because it's not there doesn't mean it's not present because we have it in us every day. What is our immune system doing in order to get rid of it? That's the better question. And how are we making a better environment in ourselves to make it a cancer killing machine? Absolutely. You know, there's five different uh, really lifestyle effects that can contribute to these cells developing in your body. And, you know, stress is a major one. Us Americans are under so much stress and the more stress we're under, the more cortisol gets released in our body and the more uh, adrenaline gets released in our body as well. And if we're constantly under high cortisol levels, it's going to suppress our immune system. And that's what's going to allow cancer to develop faster. Yes, nutrition is a major one. And if you're not getting the right nutrition in, you're not getting the right nutrients that um, have what's called anti-angiogenesis effect. That's a really big word to say that when cancer cells start to develop in your body, if you've ever seen a cancer cell, it looks like it has all of these tentacles coming off of it. Those tentacles are actually reaching out and drawing blood and uh, nutrients into that cancer cell because cancer cells need more energy. They need more food than a regular healthy cell does. And the food that they're looking for is sugar. And the more sugar that it can get, the faster it can regenerate. So if you're eating a lot of sugar and you're not eating a lot of good, healthy, nutritious foods, it's gonna help those cancer cells develop even faster. But if you're eating foods, things that have high nutrient density, things like you know broccoli, things like kale, things like uh, good omegas, high fat, uh, healthy fats in your diet, um, a lot of green leafy vegetables and good healthy proteins, these foods have what are called anti-angiogenesis effects. And also fruits, like citrus fruits, um, things that have high antioxidants such as berries, these type of foods will actually stop those cancer cells from being able to reach out and draw more blood to them. That's called anti-angiogenesis. And that is really where a lot of research is focusing on now is how can we prevent these cells from actually drawing in more nutrients? So stress, uh, nutrients, uh, not getting enough sleep at night is another one. Sleep is a huge issue in uh, um, our American culture. People just aren't sleeping enough. People are up way too late at night, whether it's looking at their phones, social media, um, doing work, burning the candle at both ends. Uh, the average American needs seven to nine hours or the average adult needs seven to nine hours of sleep. And the average teenager needs between 10 to 12 hours of sleep every single day. And if you're not getting enough sleep, your body's not regenerating. Your cells are made to regenerate, just like Dr. Jared was talking about. And if you're not sleeping enough, you're not regenerating properly. And it can cause these cells to mutate as well. And it also suppresses your immune system to not be able to fight off these cancer cells. And if you're like a lot of people, you're up at night and worrying about something so it's like <laughs> killing two birds with one stone you know what it's a deadly combination isn't it it's just a deadly uh, snowball effect that keeps happening and then you look at toxins are we're just surrounded by so many toxins that we're never able to get fully rid of and if we don't do a detox regularly or try to avoid as many toxins as possible that just keeps piling on and piling on and piling on you know you have 72 trillion cells in your body but every single one of those cells is like a little bucket. You can have so many things that start filling up the bucket and you don't have any problems, but then all of a sudden there's one thing that just overspills those little buckets and all of a sudden now it's like your body is in crisis mode. And that's a lot of times what happens with people is they feel fine, they feel fine, they feel fine, and then all of a sudden there's like, oh, I don't feel good at all. And then they go do a test and they're like, oh, you got stage four cancer. And it's like, well, where, how in the heck did this happen? Well, that has been developing in your body for years. It did not just unfortunately, unluckily happen overnight. It has been developing because of lifestyle for years. And that's what we really want to try to teach people is how can we create a lifestyle that is fighting off and destroying cancer in your body 
rather than allowing it to build unbeknownst to you. Yeah, it, again, we go back to the environment, and that's ultimately what we do as as chiropractors and, and teaching the five essentials in our office is we're trying to create an environment that produces health in that person or in that body. And a lot of times, unfortunately, our standard American society, our standard American diets, our standard American lifestyle, it creates a, a totally reverse environment that your body needs to heal. It's a stressed out, it's sick, it's suffering, it's dying, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't have enough sleep, we're asleep, we're burnt out. So this environment naturally creates a disease process in our body and ultimately it starts to cause our cells to literally shift and change. And so if you look at a normal healthy cell, that, that healthy cell needs oxygen. Well, where do we get oxygen? Dr. Evan just talked about our proper uh, exercise that our bodies are designed to move. Um, the cell needs uh, doesn't need sugar. It needs other nutrients for, for fuel. Well, our standard American diet is high in processed foods, rancid fats. It's high in sugar. So we're literally creating a totally different cell than what our body is supposed to be. Um, we live in a slightly alkaline environment, a normal healthy cell does. Well, when we're doing a lot of these standard American lifestyles, unfortunately it creates a very acidic type of environment. And so again, it's causing that cell to literally change inside that person. And ultimately the cell needs nerve supply. So everything that's alive, everything that's functional has to be connected to your brain. And if it's not in some way, shape or form, it's either a bad rogue cell or it's dying. It's it's detached from the vine. And so therefore it's going to, it's going to die. And so when you look at cancer cells, it is uses uh, sugar for fuel. It has about 30 times more receptors for sugar than your normal cell does. So the more that we're eating sugar and the more we're taking that in, not only does it feed it, but it also creates a more acidic environment. That acidic environment, again, discontinues to perpetuate and cause more of the those rogue cells to start taking place. It's really interesting to see the new hypothesis of cancer that's starting to come out. They're saying that, you know, it's literally a change in our environment or it's a normal adaptation of our cells so that you can actually stay alive. And so your normal cells cannot live in that type of environment. So your cells naturally have to adapt or have to change in order to survive in that environment. So when Dr. Evan talked about, you know, it's it's an environmental or it's a lifestyle type of disease, it's absolutely a lifestyle type of disease. And so the more that we can look into our lifestyle and it's all types of things. A lot of times when people hear lifestyle, it's like, oh, I just need to eat better, right? It's all about nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Well, as you know, lifestyle, as we talk about it, is five things. It's your nutrition, it's your exercise, it's your detox pathways, it's the way that our mindsets are, and then most importantly, it's how is our nervous system actually working and controlling everything inside of us. And so as we trade in, you know, all these ribbons and all these things, we trade them in for our five essentials. It's like, it's one thing to be aware of these and it's, and it's great. I know there's a lot of people out there that have, have lost people to cancer. And so it's a little bit, it, it can be a very sensitive topic. In fact, I have a, a great friend of mine that's, that just got diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, like literally in the last few days. And it's actually absolutely heartbreaking. He's, you know, in his forties, you know, young forties and he's a dad and he's got, he's dealing with all these things stage four lung cancer, well, how did we get to that point in his life, right? So was he around asbestos? He did a lot of construction work. He's done a lot of things. And so when we look at the environment and we look at how we've done things to our bodies, well, we can also reverse those things as well, change the environment, change our lifestyle, change the way that we're going about things, slow down, take time to breathe. Those are all ways that we can literally start changing the chemistry in that internal environment inside of us. And ultimately, we can start shifting and changing the needle of where we're going with this topic of cancer. 
it's not just one thing. It's it's multiple things, obviously. I think everybody just wants the easy way out, like the easy button. If I hit this, then I'm fine, right? Absolutely. And you look at you know any disease, whether it's heart disease or cancer, uh, cholesterol issues, diabetes, type 2 diabetes, you know, um, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, it's usually multifactorial. You know, it, there's, there's other things going on. It's not just one system. It's not just one thing. You know, I look at it in the way that I look at like uh, a tumor in somebody, it's a symptom. It's a symptom of your body doing something, right? And so when we look at the symptom, well, don't just take the symptom out, figure out what caused that symptom in the first place. And let's start removing that, start changing the environment that caused that symptom in the first place. And now we can make a greater change. And now we can make a bigger lifestyle and vitality change in that person. And ultimately in that family tree going forward as well. And one thing I just want to say here is that, you know, if you're just kind of sitting there crossing your fingers and hoping and praying that it's not going to affect you, unfortunately, statistics right now are showing that it's going to happen to you because you're never just staying the same. Okay. You're never, your body is never just going to stay in one position. You are either moving towards health because you're being proactive and you're doing the right things, or you're moving away from health and your body is starting to get sicker and more diseased because you're not doing the right things. Okay. You cannot just sit there and cross your fingers and hope and pray that it's not going to affect you because the statistics are showing that it is going to affect you if you're not taking proper action and being proactive with your health and doing the right things. But also, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just like Dr. Jared was saying, if you are uh, eating well, if you are exercising, if you are getting enough sleep at night, if you are getting adjusted, if you are managing your stress, your body is made to heal. And no matter what, your body will heal. There's laws that are in our world, just like gravity, whether you believe in gravity or not, it's a law. It's going to happen. Your body will heal when you do the right things and you give it the right nutrients and you remove the interferences that are preventing it from being healthy. You know, one thing that uh, we're trying to bring into our community right now and offer, uh, it's in the works, is called thermography. And you know, so much about breast cancer is shown to, or they talk about early detection, early detection, early detection. Well, unfortunately, people are just being pushed towards mammograms. It's, you know, if you're over a certain age, you got to make sure you get your mammograms all the time. Mammograms have been shown to be highly false positive. And when they see these false positives, all of a sudden they're like, okay, well, now we got to move to biopsy. Well, when you then go move to biopsy, you're, you're cutting into tissue and you're opening up blood flow to that tissue. And just like we talked about earlier, if you're now opening up more blood flow to an area where there probably wasn't cancer, but it was just a false positive, but now you're damaging and affecting tissue and causing uh, more blood flow to an area. Now, all of a sudden you're opening your body up to not only increase cancer, but for it to metastasize to other areas of the body. And so a uh, much less invasive and a much more uh, accurate system is called thermography and basically it's heat detection. And so uh, we're trying to bring this into our office and we're hoping to have it within the next few months where we're going to have uh, somebody come in and do thermography for our patients and for the community where they can do early detection and it's much more accurate and much less invasive as well. And if people are looking for other natural solutions or other natural ways to make sure that they're basically building their bodies so that it can be a cancer preventer and we're taking a proactive role in it, we'll make sure that they're reaching out to our office. It's a, it's a, we try to be a resource for our community. 
and ultimately for our listeners, no matter where they're at. And so whatever we can do to support you, whether you're here in Alexandria, Minnesota, or whether you're across the globe, you know, don't ever hesitate to reach out uh, via our Facebook page. Uh, you know, reach us out uh, through our through our, our new website at AchieveMyWellness.com. Uh, so there's many ways that you can connect with us, get into our blogs, you can get into our, a lot of our recipes. Um, we take notes during our during our seminars and things. So if there's things that you're missing or things that you need for your family, please, the, the number one thing that a lot of people I think don't do is they don't ask. They don't ask for help when you, when you need help or when you don't know the right direction to go. So please just reach out, ask when you need help, um, and we'll support you any way that we possibly can. Um, you can also call the office at 320-762-2055. Guys, thank you again so much for your time. This has been the Achieve My Wellness Podcast. Hey, thank you, Chris. Chris.